Welcome to HIPAA Talk. Total HIPAA Compliance, host of this podcast, helps health insurance agents, employers who offer health benefits plans, business associates, and healthcare providers complete the required HIPAA documentation through our HIPAA Prime service. We also provide online HIPAA training. Drew Green, the Director of Information Technology and Security Services for Thomas, Judy, and Tucker, a North Carolina-based CPA and professional services firm, talks with Jason Karn, Chief Compliance Officer for Total HIPAA. Mr. Green discusses the type of information companies need to protect, the impact on your business if there is a breach, and how to evaluate what company you should hire to conduct your penetration testing. Kind of organizations do you think should be looking into penetration testing? I mean, you could you could possibly just say everybody. Yeah. So uh, yeah, as you said, uh, my my response would be anybody. But uh, you know, if if a company has sensitive information that they deal with regularly, and to be honest, that's basically everyone. If you're dealing with payroll records, you've got sensitive information, even if you're. Uh, you know, day-to-day business is not dealing with anything terribly private. But uh, for companies like, uh, say, manufacturing companies that have intellectual property that is, you know, if released, could be uh, destructive to the competitive advantage that the company has. Or uh, if you're a doctor's office with, say, medical records that you don't, you don't want getting out there, or if you're a professional services firm, if you have uh, financial records of clients, or uh, say you're a law firm and you have uh, legal resources, um, anything that is concerning if it were to get out there is, anybody that has information like that is a great potential client for us, I would say. And mm-hmm. uh, the, the best way to decide that, and since, like I said, everybody's got some sensitive information, is to conduct an analysis on uh, business risk. If you if you have however much in the way of, say, medical records because you're a smaller doctor's office, uh, if an assessment is going to cost, say, $10,000, well, how much would it cost if those records were stolen? Most likely, it's going to cost a lot more than $10,000. So uh, the trouble comes when convincing the decision makers sometimes to, you know, that it's worth uh, investing in this uh, real preventative uh, solution that it's going to be worthwhile. But uh, if you look at this as an insurance policy, so to speak, that we're doing this to prevent this from happening, uh, generally, it's going to be worth the investment yeah, we we actually there's a recent report that just came out. The Poneman Institute does one every every year with IBM. Uh, they've done it the last couple of years, and they just released the record uh, what it costs to mitigate a record. And they said from a medical standpoint, if you have a record that has health information, it costs somewhere in that I think three hundred sixty or three hundred eighty dollars per record to mitigate that uh, breach, and that includes you know credit monitoring and having to deal with lawyer fees and all that. So you have to think about it. You have a small practice, uh, even a hundred patients. I mean, that, that, that right there, you very quickly butt up against that and you have to deal with not only, you know, that, that doesn't take into account any reputation damage. That also doesn't take into account any other additional, uh, items that, uh, you know, HIPAA fines, fines from state, state attorney generals, if there's, uh, you know, any criminal penalties, anything like that, uh, that could come from that. So, 
yeah, you know, doing doing these things. And we talk about that a lot uh, here with doing HIPAA compliance, that though it is it can be expensive at times, it's really a lot cheaper than having to uh, to try to get those horses back in the barn. Um, yeah. And I, I'd say one of the uh, most overlooked costs, I would say, with uh, any type of breach is the damage to the reputation of the company in question. Uh, you know, you might avoid any legal fines or criminal situations potentially uh, if you have a breach, but at the same time, your customers are going to uh, think twice when doing business with you, and that's almost an immeasurable uh, loss right there. So really being preventative and really being able to show everyone that you've taken uh, every possible step to secure your organization and your customers' information uh, is really the best uh, approach from a PR perspective as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this day and age, you can't run away from your, for your reputation <laughs> as we've seen, you know, with social media and whatnot, that this, everything gets out there. Um, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you do, you do one Google search and it's amazing what will come up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and getting, getting that stuff off of Google is the tough part. And that uh, is a uh, pretty large feat that I would not want to have to tackle myself. <laughs> I, I, you know, there's the only way you can really do is just try to push it down. I think down down the list. That's about really all the, the option you've got. If, uh, you know, it's try to push it down the list. But you know, you're looking at things that probably you know even five years ago wouldn't necessarily have hit the newswire or hit it with the, the the amount of coverage that it has now. But you know, the, these 24 hour news cycles so so hungry for information that. Uh, and not saying that the Equifax hack wasn't a huge deal, but, you know, it gets a lot more play now and there's a lot more that comes out of it. Um, and even, you know, some of the smaller hacks that are happening, we're seeing a lot more, uh, you know, people really paying attention to what's happening there. So, yeah, I, I think this is um, this is a great uh, a great service you're, you're giving here. So how do you select a pen test provider? What do you look for? Um, you know, if you were to select a provider besides yourself, I know you would choose you, um, is how would you how would you go about how would you recommend that somebody go about selecting a pen test provider? You know, so they'd be looking for certifications, you know, the pros and cons using a larger company versus a smaller one. You know, what, how would you go about making that selection? Sure. So um, <clears throat> there's lots of areas to look into. Uh, Number one, I would say the skill set and experience of the organization conducting the testing. Um, you really want to make sure that what is being offered or on, well, in, in name at least, is what you think it is. Uh, we have a lot of companies out there that are what we call uh, managed service providers, MSPs, who are basically outsourced IT companies that their goal is to either offload some, if not all, of the IT services that you do internally with your business. Uh, a lot of times these companies will offer risk assessments or quote-unquote penetration tests that are looking for uh, certain security items that they can uh, leverage into a sales pitch to uh, get you to buy their ongoing IT services. So uh, I've seen 
people advertise penetration testing that isn't really that. It's more what we consider a vulnerability scan. They have an automated piece of software that they scan against your network, and they're not actually trying to hack into you. And so normally the people that are falling for this type of a a sales pitch uh, don't know better about the actual service because it's, you know, penetration testing is relatively new to most people. So number one, I would make sure that what you're getting is an actual penetration test. Uh, Number two is uh, I conduct our practice as a non-biased source of information only. We don't provide remediation services for anything that we uncover in our assessments. So I think it's really important for us that our customers don't question the legitimacy of the information we're providing to them. Uh, It's like when you go to get your oil changed and they do the free 30-point inspection and they're happy to fix all the things that they report back to you. Uh, You always question whether or not those uh, reports are you know, as true as they suggest they are. So uh, I would be sure to determine that the company you're looking to contract with does not have any ulterior motives. Uh, At TJT, our business is providing the assessment and that alone. So you never have to worry about that with us. Um, So the next piece is... uh, you know, what certifications might you be looking for? Now, the a couple that I listed for myself, uh, you know, that's generally what I would recommend. The, uh, the OSCP certification is uh, basically the most trusted when it comes to actual penetration testing. Uh, and the CISSP uh, is a more management-focused certification that you probably want at least somebody on the team to have uh, in order to be sure that they are going to uh, correctly translate everything discovered into a way that management can consume. Uh, the, the CEH, the Certified Ethical Hacker, is not a uh, not a great certification uh, for uh, practical penetration testing. So, if that's the only certification that is mentioned by the company you look at, uh, you might want to think twice about going with them. Uh, There's certainly nothing wrong with anybody having that, but uh, the more advanced uh, technical hands-on certifications like the OSCP or uh, things like that are uh, probably better suited when selecting a pen test provider. Um, As far as the size of the organization that you go with, So uh, we see lots of different types of companies that do penetration testing, uh, actual penetration testing. You have large firms that do uh, all kinds of things. You have, say, Deloitte uh, and uh, I can't speak for the other uh, big four accounting firms, but I'm fairly certain that places like Ernst & Young and uh, KPMG offer services in this field as well. Uh, you know, there's certainly a benefit to having a service from a large provider like that. They've got uh, lots of resources available to them and have seen uh, tons of different, you know, uh, security vulnerabilities out there in their collective uh, experience. Uh, at the same time, uh, that's going to cost a lot of money. The, um, you know, then. I'd say probably the number one deterrent from going with uh, penetration testing is the uh, cost, which at my firm, TJT, we uh, 
we price our services in a way that uh, our target demographic, the small and medium businesses, uh, can afford because we think it's important that everybody get access to these services and we want to make it as easy as possible. Um, but if uh, if you have a large budget, uh, going with a larger provider might be worthwhile. Uh, but at the same time, uh, going with a smaller firm that specializes solely in security services is uh, beneficial as well. There's lots of good companies out there that uh, you know do assessments for uh, like Fortune 500s and things like that, but are operating solely as a security services firm, which uh, there's. Uh, lots of great ones, too many to name out there, but um, again, that comes with the cost. Uh, the, the the bottom line is it comes down to what is your budget and what's uh, you know what are you really looking for. Um, I will say, uh, as far as companies like mine that offer more cost-conscious uh, services, uh, we don't see a lot of other providers out there that uh, do what we do at the price points that we do. So uh, if you're a smaller business and are looking to do this type of assessment, uh, you know, <laughs> with, without uh, trying to pitch my own company too much, uh, I would really uh, recommend you give uh, TJT a look. We hope you enjoyed this installment of HIPAA Talk. If you have any questions you would like to communicate with our experts, you can find us on Twitter at TotalHIPAA or our website, www.totalhipaa.com or email us at info at totalhipaa.com.